The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Praise God. I'm going to pick it up from where we left off two Sundays ago, just before the Father's Day celebration last Sunday. And we're talking about um, how um, superior love is to everything else, particularly the challenges we face in life. Romans chapter 8, Apostle Paul talked about the fact that through God that loves us, he was referring to the love of God, we are more than conquerors um, concerning every challenge we may face in this life and even in the life to come. So we said walking in love is the way to win in times of crisis. There's only one way you will fail in life. One way, one of the major things you must learn is when you fail to walk in love. And that will not be your story in Jesus' name. If you can learn to walk in love and grow in it and get better and better in it, you will always win. Even in times of crisis, the Bible says love never fails. And I specifically mentioned three things to know. This is the, way I, the angle at which I'm coming at this or approaching this in this teaching. Um, there's a way you should know when you are in love. When we say you are a God lover, or someone that works in love, it's not a title or um, an award or anything like that. It's a description of conduct. Um, it's like saying, um, water was poured upon me. If, if water is poured upon you, then you will be wet. You will be wet. We are just describing your conduct. So when we are talking about walking in love or calling you a God lover, we are simply describing your spiritual conduct. And we mentioned three things to let you know. If those things are absent, um, you can as well conclude you are not in the love zone. You are not working in love. If you are not wet, you can conclude that water has not been poured upon you. Number one thing we said was um, no fear. If you are afraid, if all the evil reports we are hearing about COVID-19 and the challenges and the chaos it's creating all over the world, is creating fear in your heart, it's a sign that you are not working in love. And then we talked about the conduct of love or the attributes of love. We see some of them well listed out in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 from verses 4 to 8. If any of those things are not on display or in manifestation in your life, it's a sign that you are not walking in love. And the third one, which is what I really want to drill down on this morning, is the fact that secrets will be unveiled to you. And I remember we close with Jude chapter 1. I'm going to pick it up from there again. Jude chapter 1 verse 20. Um, but you, beloved, um, building up yourselves upon your most holy faith. I'm not talking about faith, so I'm just leaving that out. Praying in the Holy Spirit. I'm not talking really about praying in the Holy Spirit. We're going to connect what we are saying concerning that. But verse 21 is our focus. Keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. Um, for the purpose of this teaching, I want to read these two verses this way. But you, beloved, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. And it tells us how we can do that by praying in the Spirit. Glory be to God. And we know from 
other scriptural teachings and references. When we pray in the Spirit, we speak secrets, we speak mysteries. And that's really the key I want you to grasp this morning. I want you to grasp this place of receiving secrets, mysteries unveiled to you. And when that is happening, it's a sign that you are wet. Glory be to God. You are walking in the love of God. You are in that love zone. If mysteries are not being revealed, it may be a sign you are not where you ought to be, where love work is concerned. Let, let, let me use a practical story I believe most of us are familiar with to establish this point. This point that Jude was making here. We see it in the life of Daniel. And um, we know that story when King Nebuchadnezzar had a dream and he told them, come and everyone, come and tell me what my dream was and the interpretation of the dream. I'm not going to tell you the dream. Because if I tell you the dream, you can give me one phony interpretation. So he said, for me to know that your interpretation is correct, you tell me the dream. I'm not going to tell you the dream. And of course, nobody could, nobody could tell the king the dream. In fact, all the magicians and the wise men in Babylon said, only God can tell you that. Because it's only God that knows what you're thinking. And then he decided to kill everybody. And the news came to Daniel. And Daniel told them, go and tell the king to give us some time. And watch Daniel practically walking in what Jude said. Daniel chapter 2, we'll pick up from verse 17. Then Daniel went to his house and made the decision known to Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, his companions. Uh, that, verse 18, that they might seek mercies from God, the God of heaven, concerning these secrets, so that Daniel and his companions might not perish with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. I prophesy over you again this morning. You will not perish in this global crisis that is facing the world today. A thousand may fall at your side. Ten thousand may fall at your right hand, but you will not perish. It will not come near you. That's God's will for us. And bless God, Daniel knew it. Daniel knew that he did not have to perish because of the demand of the king. And he also knew that God could reveal the secret to him. Look at what he said in verse 22. Hallelujah. Daniel was, verse 19, forget verse 22. Then the secret was revealed to Daniel in a night vision. So Daniel blessed the God of heaven. And in verse 22 of Daniel chapter 2, Daniel said, God reveals deep and secret things. He knows what is in the darkness and light dwells in him. Praise God forevermore. So Daniel knew that God could reveal the secret to him. And he knew he had that kind of relationship. He expected God, hallelujah, to tell him the answer to the crisis that was at hand. He knew God would tell him. And he knew how to get it. Just one night of prayer. Praise God. And look at what he said. The Bible said that, verse 18, that they might seek the mercies of God. Jude said, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of God unto eternal life. He's not really talking about going to heaven. Going to heaven is a part of it. But he's talking about the mercy of God showing up to you. And one application of that is God revealing secrets to you. And that's what we are talking about here. We said the other day that we are the bride of Christ. 
I want you to declare that where you are. You are the bride of Christ. Say to yourself, I am the bride of Christ. That's what the Bible reveals. We saw it in Ephesians chapter 5 from verse 22 to 33, I believe. That the body of Christ is the bride of Christ. And if you're a believer, if you're a child of God, you are born again, you are part of that body. And that means you are part of what makes up the bride of Christ. And this is the key. This is the main thing we are teaching this morning about love walk. Lovers will always share secrets. It's impossible for God to love you. And for you to be walking in that love that God has for you. And the king is saying, I want to kill all the wise men of Babylon. And you are a wise man of Babylon and God will not reveal a secret to you. It's impossible. It's impossible for coronavirus to be wrecking havoc all over the world, whether it's because of sickness and disease or poverty, economic collapse, and God loves you, and you are walking in that love, and God will not reveal a secret that will cause you to overcome the challenge of the day. Impossible. And that's what we are talking about here. Let me use a few scriptures to buttress the point. Deuteronomy 29, 29. The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed belong to us and to our children forever, that we may do all the words of his law. So there are secret things, and we don't have to know all the secret things, but from time to time, our God that loves us will reveal these secret things to us as we need them and when we need them. That's what he did for Daniel. Glory be to God. Psalm 25 verse 14. The secret of the Lord is with those that fear him. Again, fearing here is about reverencing God, walking in his commandments. We talked about this a bit last week, looking at the example of Noah, walking in God's commandments, and it's a demonstration of walking in, lo in the love of God, loving God. The secret of the Lord is those that fear him, and he will show them his covenant. When we walk in divine love, the love God has for us, and we operate in it, one of the things that will happen is that secrets, mysteries will be unveiled to us. Glory be to God. When I pour water on you, you get wet. When you walk in love, secrets will be unveiled to you. This is how it is shared in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. Very popular text. But as it is, it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard, 1 Corinthians 2 from verse 9, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those that love him, those that are walking in his love. Verse 10, which is what we are talking about this morning, but God has revealed them to us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. God reveals them to us. God reveals them to us. And I'm telling you, child of God, in this season of tribulation in the world and chaos and confusion and darkness, God is revealing mysteries. And the way to ensure that you receive that revelation and walk in it is to abide in his love. We talked about um, when Adam's world came crashing down in Genesis when he ate the forbidden fruit and he lost everything, the first question God asked him was, where are you? When you are in a crisis, um, you need to know where you are. And the place to be in a time of crisis that we are in right now, like Adam was in the garden when his world came crashing down, is to be in the love of God. Adam's response was, I'm afraid. 
it was gravitating towards the fear end of the spectrum. I've been talking about that for a few weeks now. And I'm telling you, what you need to learn to do is to gravitate towards the love end or the faith end of the spectrum. Adam missed it. He was gravitating towards fear. Exactly where Satan wanted him to be. And I'm telling you today, that's what Satan wants from you. All these negative news. And it's very discouraging and depressing. And it doesn't look as if it's getting better. It's all tailored so that people that don't know God and people that don't know how to walk in the covenant of God can gravitate towards fear. But God wants us to walk in his love. And when we walk in his love, glory be to God, things will be revealed to us. I quoted this text last week, John chapter 5 verse 20. I want to look at it again because this is what we are talking about. As I begin to wrap up this morning, we're going to spend some time praying. And I just want to lay this foundation and then we're going to pray. John 5 and verse 20. For the Father loves the Son. This is Jesus speaking. Hallelujah. Just see yourself in the light of this text. The Father loves the Son. The Father loves me. And he shows him all things that he himself does. And he will show him greater works than these that you may marvel. Hallelujah. That's the consciousness of God and his love for you that you should have. Jesus here was referring to all the miracles he was doing in his ministry. They were challenging him and was telling them, look, my father loves me. And because he loves me and because I'm conscious of his love for me, he reveals things to me. When you walk in love, God will reveal things to you. Hallelujah. I give you two more examples before we pray this morning. Um, and this is my prayer for you. And I want you to just catch it by revelation as well. I pray that in this season, the kind of revelations God gave Isaac in the day of famine. We read that story in Genesis 26 from verses 1 to 14. God told Isaac to stay in Gerah. And then the Bible told us Isaac sowed in that land. And God must have given him revelation on how to sow in a time of famine. And the Bible said he reaped a hundredfold. See, when I'm talking about practically walking in love and winning in times of crisis, this is what we are talking about. God must have shown Isaac some secrets about sowing. And it wasn't church offering they were talking about there. It was sowing on a farm. God showed him secrets about sowing in a time of famine that caused him to reap a hundredfold. And this is the record of his testimony. I prophesy it over you as well. It will be your story in this season. As a result of the revelations God will show you. Genesis 26 verse 12. Then Isaac sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. The man began to prosper in a time of famine. And he continued to prosper until he became very prosperous. That would be your testimony in the name of Jesus. For he had possessions of flocks and possessions of herds and a great number of servants. So the Philistines, the unbelievers, envied him. How can you be prospering like this in a time of famine? Well, I'll tell you how. God revealed secrets to him. And I will tell you how he learned those secrets. He was a God lover walked in the fear and the love of God. God said, don't go to Egypt. And he obeyed. I pray for you that the kind of secrets God showed Jacob in Genesis 30. Jacob had a personal crisis as it were. This one was a boss that was just evil and always changing his wages and didn't want to let him go. And then God gave him secrets on how to meet animals. Hallelujah. And Jacob's flock kept multiplying and multiplying 
Every time Laban tried to swindle him, God will turn things around and show him secrets on how to mate those animals. You read that story in Genesis 30 from verses 25 to 43. I just want to read verse 43 to you. And I pray this over you as well this morning. Thus the man became exceedingly prosperous. Hallelujah. As a result of the secrets that were revealed to him. Because he was walking in that place of love. He became exceedingly prosperous. And had large flocks. Female and male servants. Camels and donkeys. Hallelujah. When we walk in the love of God for us. Secrets are unveiled to us. And through those secrets that are shown us, even in times of crisis, whether it's a personal crisis or a national crisis, which is what Jacob and Isaac had, or a global crisis like we're having today, these secrets that God shows us will cause us to reign. I love the way Jesus said it again in Matthew 16. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. I will reveal secrets to you. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. That will be your portion, my dear friend, listening to me this morning. You will not be confused in these dark times. You will know exactly what to do concerning your marriage, concerning your career, concerning raising your children, your finances, your health, your ministry. You will know exactly what to do. Secrets will be revealed to you. And as you walk in them, as you are walking in the love of God, you will reign in life. Lift your hands where you are this morning. We're going to take some time to pray about these things. Just begin to bless God this morning. Begin to bless God. Begin to bless God. That you are like a Daniel in this generation. Someone that walks in the love of God. And someone that God is going to reveal secrets to. That you are like a, a, an Isaac in this generation. In this time of crisis, you are like an Isaac. God will show you secrets. You are like a Jacob. God will show you things way beyond the times. And as you take those steps, you will just be getting amazing results. That will be your story. That will be your story. Come on, begin to pray. Begin to pray. I am not alone. I am not alone. I want you to join us as we pray this morning. Take a prayer position. Take a prayer position this morning and join us as we pray. If you need to sit down, if you are sitting down, you want to sit down, that's okay. If you want to kneel down, kneel down. If you need to stand, if you know you are going to be more effective in your prayer as you stand, do that this morning. Take a prayer posture and just begin to pray with us. Thank you, Father, for your love. And thank you by your love, secrets are revealed to me in every area of my life. I'm not confused. I'm not groping in the dark. What is causing the world to be in turmoil? It doesn't come near me. I'm like a light that is shining in the dark because I'm kept in the love of God. I'm in a secure zone. I'm in a safe zone. I'm in a blessed zone. I'm in a protected zone. Myself and my entire household, we are covered by the love of God. And what pertains in the world, what is obtaining in the world, what is happening in the world, it doesn't come near us. Our case is different. Our story is different. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Listen to me this morning. I want you to pray 
that text I shared with us a couple of weeks ago, Ephesians chapter 5, verses 22 to 23. There are seven things God showed me there. You see, we are the bride of Christ. Oh, hallelujah. We are the bride of Christ. He loves us. And he uses that phrase bride to tell us the honeymoon is still on. The honeymoon is still on. There is nothing that is under God's power. And I want you to know COVID-19 is under God's power. Economic um, recession is under God's power. There is nothing that is under God's power that can hurt us. Why? We are the bride of Christ. So I want you to pray that into your system and into your spirit this morning. That, that's a major part of what we are focusing on in prayer. And I'm going to list those seven things as we begin to pray from Ephesians 5, 22 to 23. The first one is in verse 23, that Jesus is our Savior. Come on, lift your voice this morning and begin to declare that Jesus is my Savior. It's my Savior from coronavirus, Savior from economic backwardness or economic recession. It's my Savior from every sickness and every disease. He's my Savior from sin and every walk of darkness. Anything that the devil tries to target against me, Jesus is my Savior. And if it cannot hurt Jesus, it cannot hurt me. Kaya la bosha, kaya la brakada. Pray this. This is how you walk in this revelation, this mystery, that you are his bride. He is your savior. Number two thing, you see it in verse 25. He gave himself for you. He died for you. And today he lives for you. The Bible declares that he forever lives to make intercessions for you. He has given his life for you. You are his bride. You are his bride. He has given himself for you. Shanda go sakaya la prakata. Pray that your eyes will be open to these truths. And this is how you will see yourself. And this is how you will live your life in this season. He has given himself for me. Shanda bo sakaya la bereke debo. Number one is my savior. Number two, he has given himself for me or he gave himself for me. He died for me. He lives for me. Number three, he is sanctifying and cleansing me with the washing of water by the word. That's in verse 26. He is sanctifying me right now. Washing me from every virus and every disease, every germ, every plague. Washing me, with, washing fear away from me and every corruption of darkness. Come on, pray, pray, pray. Pray this is into your system. Number four, he's presenting me to himself as a glorious bride and presenting all of us as a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but holy and without blemish. Verse 27. Oh, he's presenting me holy and without blemish, without spot, without wrinkle, no spot of coronavirus, no wrinkle of economic, economic calamity or economic catastrophe. None, none, none. He's presenting me glorious, without spot, without wrinkle, without blemish, holy unto him. Pray the fifth one. These are mysteries. Hallelujah. These are things God is revealing to you and that will help you to walk in these times. He loves me. Hallelujah. As he loves himself. Verse 28. I'm his bride. He loves me as he loves himself. I receive revelation. I receive an unveiling of these mysteries concerning my life. He loves me as he loves himself. The sixth one, verse 29, he nourishes and cherishes me. Hallelujah. 
He nourishes me. Kaya Labros, with his power, with his wisdom, with his favor, with everything he has. He feeds me with his word. He nourishes and cherishes me as his bride. Oh, yala brakata yala baba buboso. Anga de geya lakata kayala boso topayada ba. And the seventh one, he has made me a member of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. Verse 30, I'm one with him. I'm one with him. One with him in spirit, one with him in flesh and bone. One with him. I'm one with Christ. Come on, pray, pray, pray. Declare these seven mysteries over your life and let them help you to walk in this great mystery that you are the bride. <laughs> you are the bride of Christ. You are the one God loves. The one God will show mysteries and secrets and revelations to, even in times of crisis. Oh, yala boshangata payala pasha. We bless you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. One more prayer this morning. Isaiah 45. <laughs> Isaiah 45. I want you to pray this and receive this for yourself from verses 2 to 5. I will go before you. God is going before you this season. Hallelujah. And I will make the crooked places straight. I will break in pieces the gates of bronze and I will cut the bars of iron in pieces. Verse 3. I will give you treasures of darkness, hidden riches of secret places. Ha! Glory be to God. As God begins to unveil secrets to you. And if you look at all those examples, and really every example in scripture, there is no one that God unveils secrets to that they didn't walk in prosperity. Whether it's Abraham, we are talking about Isaac, Jacob, Daniel, David, any of them. I will give you treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places that you may know that I, the Lord, who call you by your name, am the God of Israel. Lift your voices wherever you are this morning and pray that promise or these promises over your life that God is going ahead of me as I wrap up the month of June and close out the first half of the year and as I step into the second half of 2020, God is going ahead of me. He's making the crooked path straight. He's making the crooked path straight. He's breaking to pieces the gates of bronze and he's cutting to pieces the bars of iron. Hey, Go sakata yala braka. Declare that over yourself. This last three days of June, there will be miraculous days for me. There will be days of amazing revelation for me. There will be days of revelation of secrets for me. There will be days where God will give me treasures of darkness, hidden riches in secret places. As I step into the second half of the year, I'm stepping into great prosperity by the favor of God, by the wisdom of God, by the power of God. Why? He loves me. I'm his bride. His best is reserved for me. In the name of Jesus. I, I want to point out something to you from that text in Isaiah 45. If, if you read verse, in fact, if you read the old text from verse 1 to verse 5, this was a promise made to a heathen king. It was a promise to Cyrus. A promise to Cyrus, an unbeliever. In fact, God said, I'm doing these things to you because of Jacob. If God could do this to a heathen king, 
God called him, even though it was a healing. He said, you don't even know me, but I will anoint you just to prove my name and to show Jacob what I can do to him. How much more will he do to you and I today? We that are his bride. Glory be to God. Lift your hands where you are. Oh, Thank him for all these things we've declared this morning. I'm his bride. He's giving to me treasures of darkness. They are mine. Hidden riches of secret places. God is giving to me this season. I will never be without. Oh, Let's sing this together this morning, if you can, where you are. You are the God that opens every door. Oh, oh. you are the God that makes the lame to walk. Hallelujah. You are the God that makes the blind eyes see. Come on, lift your voice and sing it with me where you are. You are the God that gives me victory. One more time, you are the God that opens every door. You are the God that opens every door. You are the God that makes the lame to walk. Oh, hallelujah. You are the God that makes the blind I see. We worship you, King of Kings. You are the God that gives us victory. Call his name if you know it. Alpha and Omega. We worship your name. I worship your name. We worship your name. Lord, I worship your name. We worship you your name. You are the beginning name, and you are the end. We worship Ooh, your Alpha name. Alpha and Omega. We worship your name. I worship your name. We worship your name. I worship your name. We worship your name. We worship your name. I worship your name. We worship your name. Lord, I worship your name. We worship your name, Lord. We worship your name. You're opening doors for us. You're causing the blind to see. Giving us mysteries. Revealing mysteries and secrets to us. You're granting us revelation. That will cause us to win and to prosper even in times of crisis. We worship you, Jesus. Come on, leave those hands. Worship him right where you are. We worship you, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. I sense God doing miracles in people's lives right now. We worship you, Jesus. He's healing sick bodies right now. We worship you, Jesus. Opening doors, opening doors, opening doors. We worship you, Jesus. We bless you, Father. We worship your name, Lord. We worship your name. Every time we preach the word, we always love to give an opportunity for those that have not yet received Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior. And if that's you this morning, I want you to know that God loves you and He has made a way for you to be saved. He is your Savior as well. But you've got to receive it. And I want you to just pray this simple prayer with me this morning. Dear God in heaven, I acknowledge I'm a sinner in need of salvation. I also acknowledge by faith that Jesus came and he died for me. Jesus, I call you my savior today. And I receive the salvation package that you have made available for me. I thank you, Father. 
I boldly declare I'm born again. And from today, I'm a child of God. I'm the bride of Christ as well. I give you the praise and the glory in Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah. If you pray that prayer with us, there's some information that will be displayed on the screen. Or now you can contact us to let us know you got born again. And we'd love to hear from you so that we can reach, um, can reach back to you as well. Let's get ready for communion this morning. Let's get ready for communion. I'm going to just come over to the communion table. Get the communion elements ready. Hallelujah. And remember, every time we take communion, the power of God is released on our behalf. The favor of God is released on our behalf. The riches of God are released on our behalf. I was talking about the fact that God gives covenant people tokens. This is what God gave Jesus. Every time the body, we remember his body that was broken for us and his blood that was shed for us. It just reaffirms in heaven that every promise that we have in the new covenant, and including the old covenant, the things we read today, every promise is available for us. And these things are released over your life afresh today. I want to read from Psalms 20 this morning as we partake of the body and the blood of Jesus. And I want us to believe God for this. Psalm 20 from verse 1. May the Lord answer you in the day of trouble. And these are the days we are living in now. Um, we call it perilous times, last Sunday. The day of trouble. The day of coronavirus or COVID-19. May the Lord answer you in the day of trouble. May the name of the God of Jacob defend you. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. May he send you help from the sanctuary. Help is coming your way today. Deliverance is coming your way today. Answers are coming your way today. May he strengthen you out of Zion. Strength is coming your way today. Glory, glory be to God. May he remember all your offerings, all the seeds you've sown in the past. Financial seeds, service seeds seed of helping other people may he remember all your offerings and accept your bond sacrifices and may he grant you according to your heart's desires and fulfill all your purpose hallelujah i declare all these blessings over you your household your job your career your finances your ministry every aspect of your life all these blessings as we break bread together this morning and I declare they are yours by the power of Almighty God, by the favor of Almighty God. None of these promises will be missing in your life. There will be your portion manifested in Jesus' mighty name. Father, we consecrate these elements as the body and the blood of Jesus. We partake in faith and we receive these promises in Psalms 20 verses 1 to 4. And every other promise and every other blessing and every other benefit that this covenant carries for us. In Jesus' mighty name. Partake of the blood. Hallelujah. All your heart's desires. I love that. All your heart's desires. Every dream in your heart that is aligned to God's will for you. May God bring about a fulfillment. In Jesus' mighty name. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Will you give the Lord a shout of praise where you are this morning? Hallelujah. Glory, glory be to God. Amen. Well, it's time to receive the Lord's tithes and offerings in the service again this morning. Let's get ready to give. It's the last Sunday of the month, the last Sunday in the first half of the year. I want to encourage you to give generously as God has enabled you. And you will see the favor of God 
abounding more and more in your life. I'll turn the service back over to Pastor Shola Bulude. God bless you. Awesome, life-changing words from Pastor T. I was tremendously blessed, Pastor Taffy. Yeah, that was really, really amazing. I was really blessed. Thank you, Pastor T, for such an awesome word this morning. People, let's package our offering this morning and our tithes. Hallelujah. Uh, the offering and uh, details, the account details is on the screen for those in the headquarters church. And for those in the installations, uh, the details will be sent to you by your pastor. As we saw this morning, I would like to read from 2 Corinthians chapter 9, from verse 10 to 11. Now may he also who supplies seeds to the sower and bread for food, su supply and multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruit of your righteousness. While you are enriched, in everything for all liberality and which causes thanksgiving to us to God. As we saw this morning, God is supplying seed to you and he's not just supplying seed to you, he's also giving you bread for food, hallelujah. And he also promised us in his word that we multiply our seed sown, hallelujah. And it will increase the fruit of our righteousness. Speaking about our relationship with God, he's promising us that the relationship with him will be better and sweeter in the name of Jesus. And God didn't just stop at that promise alone. He said he will enrich us in everything. Speaking about your finances, your family, your household, your career, your business, your investment and assets. This season will be protected by God. Hallelujah. God will provide, provide for you. He will be your shepherd and you will know no want in the name of Jesus. Can you lift up your seeds, your tithes this morning as I pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, we look unto you this morning. You are our shepherd and we shall know no want in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you bless our bread and water and no sickness will be found amongst us this season in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Pastor Taffy, we have some special people worshiping with us for the first time today. Thank you to all our guests this morning, to every single person that tuned into service this morning. We are so, so super glad to have you. Thank you so much. We would like to have your details, so we would like you to fill our form on bit.ly forward slash eServiceGuest with an S, or you could send a chat to... 0810-000-0650. Thank you so much for joining us in service this morning. And we hope to see you again next time. We will turn the service over to Pastor T for the concluding part of the service. Thank you. Praise God. Thank you so very much, Pastor Taffy. It's been nice having you in the service with us today. All right, a major, major announcement as we bring the service to a close. This week, we're going to be having our usual month-end or new month um, time of prayer and fasting, deep waters, time of prayer and fasting with Dr. K and Pastor May. And we have two special guests again with us this week, um, Pastor Jerry Aze, all the way from Uma here, and also from the United States, Dr. Victoria Michaels. It kicks off on Thursday, three days, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And we're going to be having three sessions every day, um, 2 p.m. Nigeria time, 6 p.m. and 10 p.m. 
um, I encourage you to be a part of this. This is how we set ourselves for the new months. And remember, we are not just stepping into a new month in July. We are stepping into the second half of the year. So be sure to be a part of this. It's going to make all the difference in the days, the weeks, and the months ahead. Glory be to God. Lift your hands where you are. And let's bless God one more time for the time we had in His presence today. Father, we give you praise. We give you the glory. And I decree the blessings of the Lord over you as we close today. I speak from Jude chapter 1, verse 24. I want to read that verse over you before I declare over you. Now to him that is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory in, with exceeding joy. To God our Savior, who alone is wise, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. I decree that you will not stumble in this season. The God that loves you, your husband, your bridegroom, the Lord Jesus himself, he will keep you from stumbling and he will present you faultless. Hallelujah. No spots, no wrinkle, holy and without blemish. He will present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. That will be your testimony all through this season. In Jesus' mighty name, God bless you. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234 810 0000640.